Hello beautiful women and welcome back to Let's Undress with Millie May. Now, before we start today's episode, I want you to take a big deep breath wherever you are, in your nose, and out your mouth. Now you're nice and calm. Let's get right into today's episode. Today's episode is all about body image. And it's a fucking huge topic. This is a topic that's thrown around today everywhere. Social media, magazines, life, schools. It's insane. And I thought I would start by telling you about my own journey with my own body. And where I'm at now and kind of how I navigated it. So growing up, I always knew I was a curvier, fluffier young woman. I was bigger than my little friends in primary school. I was curvier than my friends in high school. I've always been a bit curvier. Nothing crazy, nothing out of this world, but I've always been curvier. I did school dancing. I did dancing outside of school when I was in primary school and I was always curvier. I've always known I was a little bit curvier. Growing up, I never really thought much of it until I was in about grade four, five, six, where that kind of age of getting curious about ourselves and getting curious about boys and everything like that kind of came to the surface. I remember distinctly going to discos and feeling a little bit out of place and not feeling comfortable in what I was wearing. And then at the age of about grade six and seven, when we started doing school swimming is when it really peaked its head for me. So I used to hate school swimming in primary school. I hated wearing a bikini. I hated having to wear board shorts. I hated Even having to be around my school friends with like my bikinis on, I fucking hated it. I remember feeling really, really uncomfortable, but not really knowing how to voice this. And I never was able to voice it to anyone, not even my mum. As that kind of became the norm, I we then went to high school and at high school it just got worse. So high school I hated doing anything outside of just the normal school and go home. I would hardly socialize. I would then with my really close friends. I hated school swimming. I did anything to get out of PE. I hated sport because I hated the way I felt running and I hated the thought of someone looking at me and me jiggling and all these things that I think back that make me feel really sad now because I think like, oh my God, you know, you were so young and I wasn't even that big. This all kind of came to a head when I got into high school. Obviously, then you start going to school parties and I didn't like what I wore to these school parties. I hated photos. I hated so much and it really stopped me from doing a lot of the things that my friends used to do. Growing up in high school, I always had thinner friends. I had beautiful, thin, petite, young friends and that kind of triggered this stem of comparison in me, which till this day is something that I still struggle with, but I'm much better with it now. But comparison is the thief of joy. And comparison ruined a lot of my upbringing, like my um, high school years, because I compared myself to my other girlfriends who were nothing like me. I was never going to be the same size as them, but I believed that they were more worthy because they were smaller. Then I got to the age of 18. I was going out partying. I was working in a nightclub and my weight continued to fluctuate. So from the age of about 13, my diet culture really started. So exercising loads and eating really, really strictly and then binging and then eating strictly, then binging. And then I'd lose a little bit, put a bit back on, lose a bit, put a bit back on. 
And I really had no relationship with my body. I really didn't understand my body. I had no fucking idea what it needed. And I was really just doing what I thought was right. Shit that I saw on the internet. Shit that I saw other young girls do and they maintained a good figure. And I really just thought... And I remember some nights thinking I would do anything to be thin. I remember it so clear. I remember laying in my bed and thinking I would do anything, anything in this world to be thin. Anything. And as I got older, that kind of settled. So from the age of about 18 to 21, 22... I found myself kind of not settling, but I started to come to terms with the fact that this was my body and this is what I had been given. And I was trying to learn to accept it. I had a long-term relationship for a lot of those years and that was something else. I never felt comfortable in myself in that relationship because of my body and my own relationship with my body. The person that I was with loved me no matter what my body looked like, but My own relationship with my body ruined that a lot, ruined my self-worth in that relationship a lot. And the last year, two years, I've really, really, really had to work on that. And a massive turning point was actually this isolation in COVID, which I will go into in a whole nother episode. But my relationship with my body took a massive 180 in this isolation. And I haven't looked back. It's been amazing. And don't get me wrong, there are days when I still wake up and I think, oh girl, you know, but I snap myself out of it. I get myself up and I get on with my day because I remind myself my body is only my spaceship in this world. It isn't who I am. So body image is a perception that a person has of their physical self. I'm going to say that again. A body image is a perception that a person has of their physical self. It isn't how someone else sees you. It's how you see yourself when you look in the mirror. So when we talk about body image issues, I want to talk about where they stem from. As we get older, it's super important to have an understanding of, right, where did these body image issues really stem from? The absolute main one that is brought up in a lot, a lot of learning is body image issues stem from our childhood from patterns that we're shown, from behaviors that are learned, from our aunties, from our mums, from our sisters, sometimes our dads and our brothers, but very rarely. For young women, a lot of the time, it's our mums, our aunties and our sisters. And you think about it. If you're brought up in a household where your mum is restrictive or your auntie is restrictive, you are going to be restrictive. If they are obsessed with their weight, you are going to be obsessed with your weight. If they are terrified to eat certain foods, you're going to get those exact same fears. So think back to your childhood and think what it was like. I know in my childhood, my mum was always super, super thin, super fit, and always on the go. And I always had, like, I couldn't understand why I wasn't like her. Like, why wasn't I thin like her? Why, like, I just didn't get it. I did not understand and I always kind of strived subconsciously to be this thin person because I thought it was what I had to be because my mum was so healthy and so active. I always thought I wasn't good enough until I was like that, until I, I was as small as her. And I used to think to myself, oh my God, I'm younger than her. I'm in my teenage years and I'm already curvier than her. This isn't normal. And I would send myself into a massive spiral of no self-worth. Another massive place that body image comes from is school. We all know about the typical bullying, 
etc, etc. Someone calls you chubby. Someone calls you fat. We've all bloody been there. We've all been there. Someone calls you pumba. Like all these words stick and people forget. Words stick and you can't take words back. So the description words that you use for someone will stick in their mind for the rest of their fucking life. For the rest of their life. Another massive one is Dolly Magazine. Or magazines in general. Dolly Magazine was the magazine in my day that was like the cool thing. You'd buy it. There was like a little sex section that you'd go through and rip out. And there'd be all these questions about periods and sex. And it was so cool. I would look at that magazine and look at the young women in it. And I would want to be like them. And I was only 14, 13. They were thin. They had abs. They were petite. They wore little shorts. And as a curvier young girl looking at that shit, it fucked me up. There was no curvy girls in Dolly Magazine. There were no curvy girls in any magazine back then. And I really felt abnormal. I felt like, what the actual fuck? I'm never going to be small like these girls. I'm so, like, I don't understand. I had no understanding that not everyone had to look like those girls. And that was just societal's idea of what beautiful is. So Dolly Magazine and these magazines especially in my age group of growing up, have a lot to answer for. You would look at these magazines with your girlfriends, you'd sit down, you'd be like, oh my God, look at these girls, you know, fuck. And these would send me on these binges of these crazy exercise routines of these diets. And in the end, I just stopped looking at them because I knew I was never going to achieve that. It was unattainable for me. Another massive thing that's kind of tied into Dolly Magazine is Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I'm sure so many women my own age, if not a little bit older and a bit younger, know this fashion show. We've all watched it. We've all seen it. I have flashback memories of laying in a bed with one of my closest girlfriends in high school and saying to myself, I'm going to look like that. In six months time, I'm going to look like that. And that was never going to happen. A curvaceous girl like me was never going to be a size six. And growing up, no one told us that it was normal. Not everyone was going to be this size. So I would watch these fashion shows and I would read these magazines and I'd be like, oh my God, that's it. I'm going to starve myself this day. I'm going to eat bloody one muesli bar this day. And I would obsess and obsess and obsess. And I know so many young girls would too. Another huge thing, obviously, is societal factors like Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever the fuck you use. Social media is a massive, massive part of why young women or women in general feel insecure and have a shit body image. We get up in the morning, we scroll on the gram, we see some hot bitch in the Maldives in her bikini and good on her, you know, like you do you boo. Women empowerment always. But if you're a size 12, naturally, and she's a size six, naturally, you ain't ever going to be her. So the last thing you need when you're scrolling first thing in the morning is to wake up and see that because that's going to trigger initial comparison immediately. That isn't what you need. You don't need that. You don't need to be waking up first thing in the morning and comparing yourself to a screen because I'm sure the girl who's posted it doesn't want you to be doing that either. So being really careful who we follow on social media being really aware of what we post ourselves on social media. We need to have a self-awareness also. Be careful what we're posting. 
Imagine the young girls under us who are seeing our photos. And the biggest fucking factor in body image is what we believe the opposite sex want us to look like. I'm just going to say that again for the bitches in the back. What we believe the opposite sex wants us to look like. Now, I know every single woman has compared themselves to a thinner girl knowing that the sex that they're attracted to, whether male or female, desires that thinner person more. And don't even try to lie to me. And I think this is a massive, massive, massive failure. So I'm going to talk about men, just using the word men because that's I'm straight and that's who I'm interested in. So I will see, I'll be with one of my girlfriends and she'll be thinner than me and we'll see some guys. And straight away, I'm like, oh, they're going to go for her because she's thinner. How the fuck do I know that they don't already find me attractive? How dare I put them in a box where I tell them that they won't find me attractive because they're going to find her more attractive because she's thinner. And what a way to already start off that interaction negatively. I'm already telling myself I am not worthy of that. I have no fucking idea what bloody Timmy down the road likes. I've got no idea what his fucking flavor in girls are or what his flavor in men are. So we need to stop putting who we find attractive in a box that they may not like us because of X, Y, Z. We need to be confident enough in ourselves to be like, Mm, they most likely do fucking like us. And if they don't, no worries, next. But we tell ourselves this bullshit about what we believe the opposite sex are most interested in when we actually have no fucking idea. Absolutely no idea. Because if you sat in your group of girlfriends, and this is how I describe it, and you sat with what? Let's say six or seven of you and your girlfriends. And 20 guys walked in the room, you wouldn't all like the same guy. I know with my girlfriends, we have the absolute opposite taste in men. Opposite taste. And men are the exact fucking same. They don't like every single girl that looks the exact same. So we need to stop making it out like they're this kind of foreign animal that only likes really skinny girls. Like, it's all bullshit. It's bullshit and it's unfair. So being mindful of what we tell ourselves, the crap we tell ourselves. So body image actually has four aspects to it. So the first one is perceptual, the way you see yourself. The second one is the way you feel about the way you look, which is affective. The third one is the thoughts and beliefs you feel about your body, which is cognitive. The fourth one is the things you do in relation to the way you look. Now, let's break them down a little bit. So the first one being perceptual. So the way you see yourself. So when you stand in a mirror and you look at yourself and you literally look at yourself and you think, oh, perceptual is what you see when you look at yourself. Do you have body dysmorphia? Are you looking at yourself as a size six and thinking you're a size 100? Is that what you have? Do you feel like that is what you are dealing with? Because if it is, reach out, get some help. You don't want to be living a life like that. And it's about being realistic. So perceptual is when we stand in the mirror and we look at ourselves and we think, oh, you know, you're huge. It's the way we see ourselves and being realistic with what we're seeing. Are you actually seeing what you think is the 
massive person? Or are you over-exaggerating what you think you see and making a mountain out of a molehill? So being aware of what, what are you actually seeing? Being aware of yourself, that's perceptual. Affective, the way you feel about the way you look. So this is the emotion you feel when you look in the mirror. And a massive thing I like to do is ask myself why. So if I wake up, I'm feeling a little bit fluffier. I look in the mirror and straight away I feel disappointed or gross. I think, why? Why do I feel like that? And if it's A, that I've been treating my body terribly, I've been eating crap food and not exercising and not honoring my body, fair enough. But that's fine because that can be fixed. I can set goals in for the next few days. I can allow myself to have a bit of control back in that area. But if you're looking in the mirror and straight away you're feeling feelings like disgusting, ill, nobody would want me, and you've had no change in your day-to-day, and worse, if you work out like a hound dog and you're super careful with what you eat and every day you're still having these feelings, we need to work through these blocks for you. We need to fix that part of your mind because Your mind is fucking with you. That is not reality. That is not reality. Number three, the thoughts and beliefs you feel about your body. So this is cognitive. So this is your mind, your thinking, and this is all about what you tell yourself repetitively. So remember, thoughts are where energy flow. So if you're constantly thinking, I feel disgusting, I feel gross, I feel fat, That's what you're going to think. That's what you're going to push out into the world. That's what you're going to get back. And it's going to end up being this massive cycle of, I think I look fat. So that comes back to you and then goes away from you and comes back to you. And it's going to go around in a massive big circle. So really being aware of those thoughts and beliefs you feel about your body. Document them. Write them down. Ask yourself, why? Why Why do I feel like this? And why do I believe I deserve to be spoken to the way that I'm speaking to myself? Really talk to yourself and ask yourself. And number four, this is the biggest aspect of body image. The things you do in relation to the way you look, behavioral. Behavioral is the biggest part of body image in my own personal opinion. So a lot of behavioral is when And you see it a lot in your friendships, not necessarily someone that you see in a magazine or someone you just happen to know of. Nine times out of 10, it's some of your closest friends that you see this behavior come up with. And behavioral is when you have a girlfriend who you know is super insecure, who is a young woman who struggles with body image. She's nonstop talking about her weight. It's full on, but they will act in a way that gives off a false perspective of them. They'll post on Instagram bikini photos. They'll be super, super confident around people that they like. They'll be getting loads of attention. They're the kind of people who need that external gratification all the time to make them feel okay about their body. So this is a massive thing. And these are a lot of the time the worst kind of body image young women, young men, because it's the hardest trait to break. If you're someone that is super insecure on the inside, but you can act as if you were the most confident being there is out, it's harder to break that for you. A lot of the time it's getting down to the root of why you believe you are worthy because you were getting external gratification for your body. Why you don't believe you are enough. Body image, food and weight kind of controls their life. 
and that is the hardest thing to break. Body image is something that we all fucking deal with. We all deal with, we all struggle with. I don't care if you're the biggest girl in the world, the smallest girl in the world or somewhere in the middle. We all, all have our struggles, every single one of us. But I do really believe that there are things that we can do to work through them. There are things that we can do to allow our relationship with our body to just be a tiny fucking bit better. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it can be a bit better. We can be more comfortable and more loving towards ourselves. I want to go over a few tips and a few ways in which we can work on this. Number one is a fucking massive one. Set boundaries with your family and friends. Now, you're probably all thinking, what is this bitch talking about? But if you have a family member, maybe your mum, maybe your auntie, maybe your sister, or a friend, your best friend, one of your close friends, someone that you're around for a significant amount of time, if they are obsessive about their weight, obsessive about the way they look, or obsessive about the gratification they get from being the size they are, you need to set boundaries. You need to put yourself first and set clear and reasonable boundaries. This can be the hardest fucking thing to do, and I can totally appreciate that because I have been there. But Like I say, your five closest people are who you become. If your three, four closest people are constantly talking about their weight, the way they look, gratification they get, Instagram likes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that is what you're going to become. And if you happen to be bigger than that person that is constantly talking about it, it is going to send you into a spiral. So set some boundaries. Say to your mum, say to your friends, say to your sister, that's it. I don't want to talk about weight anymore. I don't want to be obsessed with my weight. I'm comfortable with where I am. And I would appreciate if this topic wasn't brought up all the time. With your family, it's a bit different. But with your friends, you can be stern about this. If it continues to get brought up, remind them. Remember how I said I didn't want to talk about weight and stuff because it's triggering me? And be vulnerable. Say to them, it's making me really unhappy with my own body and I don't want that etc, etc, etc. And if they don't continue to listen to your boundaries and respect them, then you may have to reassess that friendship and really reassess how you want to feel in your friendships. Because that might not be a friendship where you want to be. A massive one. Unfollow people off Instagram, guys. Go through your Instagram. Cull it. Cull anyone that makes you feel unworthy. If you look on their page and straight away you think, God, I wish I was skinnier, see ya, unfollow, delete. There's nothing wrong with the people that you're unfollowing, but it's not serving you. Follow people that make you feel like you're the hottest bitch out. Follow women your own size. Follow women that are empowering other women. I did this a few months ago. I went through my Instagram and not only did I color load of people from my past that I don't talk to anymore. I culled all of these Instagram young women that I'm never going to achieve their body. I'm never going to look like them. And it's nothing to do with them. They're absolutely beautiful, but I'm not going to achieve that. And by seeing them as an unachievable goal, it makes me feel like crap. So I got rid of hundreds of people off my Instagram that were no longer serving me. So if you do anything, go and do that. Do it on your Facebook, do it on your TikTok, do it on your Twitter, wherever you go. Put yourself first. Make your social media somewhere you go to feel empowered, 
not somewhere you go for instant comparison, not somewhere you go that every time you log on, you're anxious that you're going to come across a post that's going to make you feel like shit. Absolutely cull them. Another super important one is find an exercise that you actually enjoy. Now, this might sound a bit funny, but find something that you enjoy. So through COVID and my gym closing, I had a massive fear that I was going to put on weight. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I couldn't escape it. I felt stressed. I felt sick. I thought I was going to vomit every day. And obviously in comparison to what's going on in the world, it's very fucking minor. And I'm well aware of that. But to me, it was like my world was ending and the anxiety that came with it was absolutely heartbreaking. But after I surrendered to this feeling and surrendered to the idea, well, I didn't really have a choice and COVID was going to be here no matter what, I started walking. I started walking with my roommate, walking by myself, walking with my podcast, and my whole world changed. My body enjoyed it more. My body never looked better. My mental health was great. I was learning and I was damn right fucking baffled. I was so baffled. I was confused. I was like, sorry, I've been killing myself at the gym for the last 23 years. And now I find out that walking is the best for my body. And it was in that moment that I just thought, oh my God, if everyone just found the exercise that their body truly loved, that their body truly craved and wanted, it would be incredible. We would move our body more. Our relationship with our bodies would be so much better. So try it. Try find some sort of exercise that you actually enjoy, that you actually thoroughly enjoy doing and see how your body reacts. Another one is do daily gratitudes about your body. At the end of the day, we are given our body and yes, we can change it. And if you want to change it, you fucking change it. Like you do you boo. Obviously, within a healthy limit, you change your body, but we are only given one body and I don't want to spend my whole life obsessed and compulsive about what my body looks like. So write down daily, what are you grateful for about your body? And you can start off really small, my toes for moving me, my fingers for writing, but you have to actually believe it. It has to be an actual thought process where you think like, yep, I truly am grateful for this. And really remind yourself like how fucking incredible your body is. Really actually believe it. And I think it's super important. My final one is mainly because of isolation and COVID. Reconnect with your body girls. A lot of us women that have struggled with body image struggle with our connection with our body. Not only physically, but sexually, not only sexually, but in a relationship. No matter who you are, we have all struggled, if not are struggling, with our connection with our own body. And it's perfectly normal. But when you lose connection with your body, you lose insight into everything in your body. You don't know what it wants. You can't pick up on triggers. You don't really have an intuitional gut feeling towards your body. Because you've lost that connection. You're so disattached to your body. So bring that connection back. There are some incredible women that you can follow, including Amy Rushworth. I know I talk about it all the time. But she's an incredible woman that taps into femininity. How to get, you know, that incredible feminine sexual connection back with yourself. Which, for me, has just been a massive journey. And so fucking important to do. 
really figure out what you want. Look at yourself in the mirror. Be fucking proud of yourself. Be proud of what your body has done for you and appreciate it. You may not love it right now. You may not fully vibe with your body right now, but it has got you here. And without your body, you would not be here. After this episode, there'll be a meditation posted. And I would really encourage all of you to do the meditation. Sit in front of the mirror in your underwear and bra or naked if you'd even like to and look at yourself and listen to my meditation and really pay attention to my words. Appreciate your body. Work through the blocks that you know you have. Figure out where your body image mainly stems from. Journal it. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Be vulnerable. Allow that open communication with people. And if you can't talk to anyone, you can talk to me. I'm only ever a message away. And let's make our body image not so much of a negative thing. Let's make our relationship with our body incredible because that's the littlest amount that we deserve. I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. And I can't wait to see you all doing the meditation. I love you all so fucking much. Hope you have the most incredible week. Bye, my honeys.